Welcome to the Blended Kingdom Families Podcast. We are your hosts, Scott and Vanessa Martindale, the founders of Blended Kingdom Families. Our ministry serves to equip marriages, unite families, and ignite faith so that you can flourish an abundant kingdom life. We pray that our podcast blesses you today. Hello, everyone. It's Scott and Vanessa Martindale with Blended Kingdom Families Podcast number nine. nine. So we are so excited to be with you today. Today we're going to talk about ex-spouse-tations. Wow. The expectations that we have for our ex-spouse in that relationship. And this is an amazing topic because we know as blended families, uh, you are dealing with the relationships of your current marriage Mm -hmm. and the relationships uh, that you had previously. Yep. So yeah. can be challenging. There's always uh, some twists and turns. So hopefully we're going to dive into some areas, talk about some clarity, and then talk about some solutions today. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys, first we want to start off with a verse in Ephesians, and it's Ephesians 4, 31 through 32. And it says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. I love that passage. Yeah. I mean, it's so powerful. And, you know, it's just a good reminder for all of us, um, you know, when we are dealing with our ex-spouses to, um, you know, if we can live by that and treat our ex-spouses, um, and see them the way that God sees us, um, man, it can just make a huge difference in your relationship, um, and for your children and family. Absolutely. And there are reasons that we're talking about this because in essence, you're really always tied to your ex-spouse. So you can't just pretend the relationship never existed, Mm -hmm. doesn't exist, won't exist in the future. It's always going to be there yep. because you're either tied to them, maybe financially, uh-huh. you're tied to them physically because you share a child, right? emotionally, um, you were once in love with this person and you l- both love a child together, Yes. and spiritually. Yes. So walk us through, Vanessa, some of the ways that that interacts. Yeah. So, you know, financially, you know, you're always going to be tied together. Um, typically this, you know, child support. That's one way. Mm -hmm. Also, um, you know, when it comes to just the basic needs of a child and the things Mm -hmm. that you're going to be sharing, um, you know, together to take care of the children physically, you know, this can be school activities, birthdays, things, um, that, that, that you're both going to be doing together with the child. Um, you know, that you can, you're going to have to do together. Yeah. And the, the funny part about this is, and you may be listening and you're thinking, well, I have little, so. We don't really have a lot of that yet. Well, let me prepare you. As your children get older mm-hmm. and the activities start, so a couple of things happen. So one, you get really busy. So you are literally going yes. to event after event after event. Yes. And a really interesting thing happens as the children get into their teenage years. Because really you become, now you're both relying upon their schedule. Because right. they have... To be at school at a certain time. They may have sporting events yep. or, you know, activities after school. Yep. So coordinating the schedules with your ex-spouse, especially as visitation switches and things like that, the relationship piece becomes extraordinarily important. Right. I mean, just for an example, you know, our son is 14 years old and he's involved 
in a lot of sports. He plays football in the fall. He's in, you know, baseball, select and school baseball during the spring and, you know, church events and, um, you know, uh, different activities that his school has. They have a lot of mission trips. And so, um, you know, we're tied to one another, not only because we share the same schedule. Our son has um, a very busy schedule. So we share that a week on and week off. And we Um, have to communicate with each other. Right. We have to communicate very well because, you know, we need to know who's picking up, who's dropping off, what's going on. Cancels here, practice here. Oh, that practice got canceled. You know, can we switch weekends? Can we do this? Yeah. And academically too, you know, when it comes to their, their schoolwork and their grades, I mean, that's something that, um, you know, you have to be in communication on with one another and on the same page. Yeah, absolutely. And spiritually, um, you know, for us, you know, we're, we're so blessed that, um, you know, we, we attend church Our my ex-husband and his wife attend church. We're all believers. And so, um, you know, spiritually you're going to be tied to your ex-spouse because, um, you know, Michael, he, he, he accepted Christ and he was saved. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was an experience that we were all able to, um, experience together at his baptism. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, depending on what your situation is, you know, that might not be the case. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, you may have situations where, you know, there may be a stronger spiritual influence, uh, uh, church influence at your house. And, uh, when your child is with the other parent, maybe that's not right either. Maybe it's not present or maybe it's not present to the levels that you would like. Right. So there's, there's a battle that goes on there with, you know, what do we do? What do I do, um, as a parent and how do we communicate as parents? Um, but that's always going to be the case and it gets extremely, extremely worse, extremely I'm saying that right. Extremely worse. Um, <laughs> if that relationship is not on, on good terms or on in a healthy manner, right. in a healthy manner. So, um, all of these things exist to yeah. drive you apart. Yeah. They're all elements that come with divorce that say, we don't have to communicate on these issues. But right. as you look at your family unit, as you look at your blended family unit and you say, Mm-hmm. Are we doing this the correct way that's in the best interest of our children and the best interest of our relationship? Right. Um, those are always good things to look at and ways to improve. So if you're always tied to somebody, you're always tied to them. They're mm-hmm. never going to go away, hopefully for the children's sake. Yes. So how do you coexist peacefully? Or maybe let me take that word to another level. How do you coexist in a way that you enjoy it, yeah. that it's actually a good relationship. Yeah. You know, I, I think, um, I, I think, you know, there's two types of living that we can have. We can live in bitterness and in anger, um, and, and stay in bondage to the things of our past and to that past relationship, or we can surrender and submit to Christ and we can have what we call kingdom living, which is an abundant life that, uh, God calls us to, and John 10, 10 is a perfect example of that to live the abundant life. Um, and so, you know, some ways that you can do that with your ex spouse, I would say number one, um, is never communicate through your children. That is probably one of the worst things that, that you could do, um, between you and your ex spouse, um, for the children's sake, it can be bad for their mental health, their stability. Um, you know, divorce, is something that was, was hard enough for the children. You know, they didn't have a say in that. And, um, 
it can be very difficult for them to process those emotions. And so whenever you're trying to go through the child to uh, communicate with the other parent, it can put stress on the child. It mm -hmm. can cause fear, worry, anxiety. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, you're the adult, your ex-spouse, you're the adults. And, you know, it's your responsibility to be able to communicate um, for the betterment of the child and not through the child. And also understand that when you're communicating through the child, be assured your message is not being received probably the way you think it's going to be received. Oh, absolutely. Because number one, you have an interpreter who has no real back-end emotional knowledge of what you guys are talking about. Right. And in most cases, um, the message is going to be delivered probably in a skewed view, depending upon what that child wants at that particular moment. Yes. Um, and... The concept of maybe what you would say, and, mm -hmm. and let's face it, most of the time, if we're talking about our ex-spouse in front of our children, a lot of times it's negative. So maybe negative things. Maybe there's issues with child support. Maybe there's issues with communication. Right. Maybe there's issues with what they are not doing that's not meeting your expectations. Right. So by putting that knowledge into your child, first of all, now they have to make a choice. Mm -hmm. do, I, do I tell the opposite parent? What they're saying, will that make them happy or angry? Because mm -hmm. children want to make us both happy. Right. They want to make both their parents happy. Right. So by doing this, it puts a lot of pressure on them. Your message is not going to be received correctly. Right. And it sets the tone through your child's eyes of what you think about their, 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 their other parent. Right. And I think too, you know, one of the biggest mistakes that we can make as, you know, parents and, and you know, dealing with our ex-spouse is talking bad about them in front of the children. Mm -hmm. That is something that, that, that we should not do. Um, mm -hmm. you know, our words have the power to build each other up or tear each other down. They give life or death. And mm -hmm. when your child is experiencing you speak death, so to speak mm -hmm. over their mom or dad, I, I mean, that, that, that can just be detrimental. Um, and let me tell you the opposite of this, guys. And this is the part where the intentionality of having an amazing relationship comes in. Yeah. Speak blessings over their other over the other parent. Yes. Speak them in so front good. of the children. If you want to see walls fall down, yes. if you want to see the devil shrink back to where he's supposed to be, start speaking blessings where the devil is absolutely celebrating your anger. Absolutely. You know, and that's what the enemy wants. The enemy does not want you in unity with your ex-spouse. He does not mm -hmm. want you um, in conversation or in communication. Um, he wants the exact opposite. And another thing I would say is never compete for your children's attention or affection. Mm -hmm. um, one, it can encourage poor behavior. And like you were talking about earlier, babe, it was that split loyalties because they want to make mom happy and they mm -hmm. want to make dad happy. So in the moment, they may... Um, you know, say or do one thing to make you happy, mm -hmm. but it can have a negative, a negative effect on the other side. Yep. And kids are, um, and, and they can use this against you. They can play sides mm -hmm. whenever you're doing this. So I would just say never compete for your children's attention or affection. Parents, you got to be parents. Uh, absolutely. So there's always the tendency, I've heard all the terminology, the, the Disneyland weekend parent, the, um, you know, the so-and-so, I get to do this here, not here. Right. At the end of the day, you, you want your child to be happy. But let me, let me go back to where happiness comes from in those instances. 
uh, first of all, it comes it comes from Jesus and understanding and knowing Him. Yes. Second thing for children, the way they become secure and happy is through orderly, predictive behaviors. They mm-hmm. want structure. They want to know what to expect. Mm-hmm. They if they mess up, they want to know the consequence. They 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 may get a short term burst from 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 that type of of, of competition for their attention. Sure. But it's not long-term effective for their growth. No, absolutely. And, you know, I think another thing, um, another step that you can take to help maintain peace in your relationship with your ex-spouse is you need to set clear boundaries with them. Um, there's a reason, um, why, you know, when you go to court and you have child custody, you know, Mm -hmm. papers, there's a reason why they give papers and there's a reason why there is, um, you know, schedules and it's to help set those clear boundaries. Again, children need stability, consistency, um, and structure and but so do relationships and absolutely. And so, you know, if, if you have an, an amicable relationship with your ex-spouse and you can work together away from the papers, that's awesome. If that's, you know, for the betterment of the child and you get along and it works for everybody, um, that is wonderful. But there are some of us, um, who don't have that relationship with our ex-spouse and it is very, um, I would say that there's a lot of disunity or discord in the relationship. Mm. And so, you know, following those papers, using my family wizard or a parent facilitator, you know, those resources are given to you, um, to protect you and to protect the child. Um, and, um, uh, to just set those boundaries. They're also there to, to establish relationship. Sure. So if you think about relationships and you think about how they form, how they maintain, how they, how they grow and blossom, they're usually set around a parameter of rules. Sure. So marriage rules, friendship rules, th- those are all there. They may not be in live and living color, but we as a society right. accept them. Same exists for, for ex-spouses. The rules are there so you can have some boundaries mm-hmm. to start having a relationship. Absolutely. So if that means you know how we communicate or the, the, the health of that communication, uh, all those things are possible. Um, by using those tools like My Family Wizard, uh, which yes. for those who don't have, have never heard of that before, that's actually an app technology that a lot of uh, a lot of courts assign. It gives it the ability to basically it's a texting communication, schedules communication. It's a wonderful tool that you could have, especially if you're just really not seeing eye to eye. Yes, uh, parent facilitators are another one. They're basically either mandated by the court, or you can uh, find one of those to be assigned to you. Yes, but those are folks who are. A little less like counselors, more like mediators. Yes. Uh, that can help you make decisions. Yes. And so, babe, what would you say are some steps to maintaining peace with your ex-spouse? So I think one of the first steps that I would look at, regardless of your past, regardless of how much pain is there or or what the circumstances that's, that have led you up to today, if you have an indication that you want to have a good relationship with your spouse, I would start looking at it like it is a fresh relationship. So what okay. do we do in fresh relationships that, that, that maintain friendships that start, you know, building good communication? So the first thing I would say is try to be nice. Right. And, and that's hard in, in so many cases sure. because you may not have somebody being nice to you. Sure. Um, and wait, before I would do that, let me, let me, let me say what else I would do. I would start praying for it. I Absolutely. would start praying for, for you as a person, uh, 
to, to start shedding some of the, the bitterness and some of the anger, but I would start praying for your ex-spouse. Yes. Um, there's never been a more powerful resource than prayer and don't negate that by not using it right. on the relationship that you you really value. You right. do value that relationship. You may not be married to them, but you value the relationship. Right. So start by covering them yourself and them in prayer. But then the second side of it is, is just start by having intentional, positive interactions. Right. That means if you're on the phone, be polite. Right. Say, say thank you. Say something good to them. Absolutely. Uh, people will generally respond when you're nice to them. Yes. Even if they don't like you. Yes. They will respond <laughs> in, in, the, in, in, the, in the positive if you're just saying good things about them. So yes. hey, by saying maybe like, hey, I hope you had a great day today. You know, or, hey, um, you know, um, I'm trying to think of something else I would say. Yeah. You know, you know, I hope you have a blessed day. You know, really, you know, hope work is going good. Um, when you're ending the call, you know, hey, have a great night. Talk or to just you later. asking them how you can pray for them. You know, is yeah. there anything that we can be in prayer for? Exactly. Yeah. So I think that would be the, the great starting point of how to have that to start that relationship is start by having positive interactions. Sure. Absolutely. Um, what else would you suggest, Vanessa? Well, you know, and I would also say covering, you know, not just your ex-spouse in prayer, but your children in prayer. Yeah. Um, and if you have uh, a good relationship with your ex-spouse praying together, if, mm-hmm. if, if you can, um, you know, I know that that's something that we've implemented when we've had you know, dinner or lunch with mm-hmm. my ex-spouse and, yeah. you know, his wife, we all recently went to lunch on a Sunday and, you know, we're able to pray together and that's awesome. And, you, and, and, and it wasn't always that way, but, you know, I'm so thankful for God's grace, um, mm-hmm. that we are able to be, to do that together. Well, and I, I always, I love, I love good radical solutions. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, uh, I've counseled couples and, I've, I've looked at the situation and I've, I've made a suggestion and it, it's one of those things that people really have a hard time understanding. Sure. But if you have, if you have, let's say your ex-spouse is a believer, is a Christian mm-hmm. and you're still having, um, a toxic relationship with them. Yeah. So let me give you a, a probable cause first. The devil loves to be in the middle of disunity of relationships and marriage loves it. it. Mm -hmm. That's where he thrives. Right. And the only thing that can break that Mm -hmm. is when you start injecting Jesus into those relationships. Sure. So here's a suggestion for those who may be in that situation. Your spouse is a believer, you're a believer, but you have a toxic relationship. The next time you're talking to your spouse, ask them to pray with you. Yes. Be obedient to the concept that God wants you to have a relationship. God wants to be in that relationship. And just like uh, a married couple would pray together because they want their relationship to be strong. Yes. Friends pray together. Absolutely. To make their relationship strong. But so many times it's like, um, and we've talked about this before in other podcasts, you have Christian, Christian spouses, but yet, all the Christian perspectives apply mm-hmm. except to my ex-spouse because yeah. you don't know right. what they've done or you don't know what we've been through. Right. Well, let me tell you who, who does know Jesus. He understands what you've been through. Mm-hmm. He understands why you've been through it. Yeah. And he desperately wants to get back in your relationship. 
Well, and I think society has really put the stigma out there that it's it's okay to demonize your ex-spouse. Like that is what you should do. And that is what expected. Like that is the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not what God calls us to. Um, you know, God calls us to love one another as, you know, he loves us. And, 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 and here's the thing, you know, at the beginning of this podcast, when I was reading Ephesians 4, 31 through 32, and it said, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger. Um, you guys, you, we have to understand that our obedience to God's word is what will bless us and give us favor in any aspect of our life, whether that's relationships with your ex-spouse, you know, your, your employment, whatever that is. Um, when we are obedient to what God's word says, and if we can live by that, um, and act that out, it's like scripture talks about, you know, um, uh, uh, faith without acts. And so we have to act on what God's word says. And when we are obedient to that, our obedience will march us out of any wilderness season. And that is including, you know, disunity or dysfunction or discord with our ex-spouse. And so having a, um, a good relationship with your ex-spouse, it, 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 it not only, um, will bless each of you, but ultimately the child, it's going to bless that child. And I think, um, that this is just my personal belief is, is that when you both can come together, it's going to break those generational curses. You know, it's going to mm-hmm. break those generational, um, uh, uh, things, you know, on both sides, um, that have caused you to get into this place in in, in the first place. And so, uh, I would say run towards it as hard as it can be instead of running away from it. So, well, and you've said this many times, whether they're your ex-spouse and you have a great relationship with them or they're your ex-spouse and that relationship is so fractured and so broken Mm -hmm. and there's so much turmoil right now i don't know i don't even know how to start looking at them right but remember that jesus sees them exactly the way he sees you Mm -hmm. so there's a great quote that i love um that is so pointed and, and and when you talk about you know when jesus looks at us the same. Mm-hmm. So whether that is you or your ex-spouse, he's looking at you the same. And if you can get to that point where you're you're trying to see your ex-spouse the way that Jesus sees them, you're, you're going to experience breakthrough. Absolutely. And there's a great quote. It says, when we can't forgive someone, it's like we are pulling the blood of Jesus off of them. He died to forgive all sins and inequities. Yours, mine, and your ex-spouse. Yes. Such a powerful message to what Jesus wants in our relationships and the way he wants us to view not only other people, right. but also to include our ex-spouse. Right. Well, so, and we have to remember that unforgiveness is sin. Exactly. When we harbor unforgiveness in our hearts, um, and, and, and when we allow anger and resentment to, to sit there and stay in bitterness... Um, all that does is it grows roots. It grows roots inside of us that spread into other areas of our life. And it comes out onto the people that we love the most, whether we mean for that to happen or not. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll come out on you, my spouse, on my children, mm-hmm. on my friends. And so the best thing that we can do is um, surrender 
mm-hmm. and um, lay that at the feet of Jesus and and forgive and move forward. Well, and the devil will find any crack to get into your family. Absolutely. So on expanding what you're saying is you the crack may be with your ex-spouse and you may think, well, that relationship is over there. So I can continue to have bitterness, unforgiveness, demonize. I don't have to like them. Yeah. But what you don't get is that crack is in your house. Yeah. You're the one experiencing that. So that crack is there. And the devil will use any type of crack to start coming in and poisoning your marriage. Yes. Poisoning your family. Yes. So to, when it when it talks about getting your house in order, mm-hmm. when you're a blended family, you have two houses to get in order. Mm-hmm. And you need to take both of those with the same amount of seriousness as you would take the one that you have uh, currently with your family. So absolutely. We hope that you've enjoyed this. Um, yes. We're, we're going to be talking about ex spoutation. I can't say the word. What it's am I saying? Expoustations. Okay. We're going to get it. Um, and we're going to be talking about that in the coming uh, episodes. So hope you guys have enjoyed this again, Scott and Vanessa Martindale with Blended Kingdom Families. Hope you have a wonderful blessed day. Yes. We love you guys. Be blessed in all that you do.